For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Stick with me here, Carter. We do the cast. We do the podcast. <laughs> the monster <laughs> cast. It was a graveyard cast. That's all I know. Those are the only lyrics I know to that song. <laughs> Merry Mini Monday, Chunky. <laughs> I'm Carter. I'm Doge. And I'm the one-eyed, five-horned, flying, purple people, Jordan. It's like people are going to be like, I don't think Carter, either Carter made an attempt to somehow harmonize with that or... He's sitting in a chair on a marble floor and it moved <laughs> a little bit. Well, apparently we it all really... sound enough alike for newcomers that anybody who doesn't know us might think you were either one of those two voices. You're just going to catch a squeak that maybe isn't really a word because I wasn't totally sure how to get in there. But I love that it's, we change it up all the time. Speaking of change it up, did you know that uh, our In the News section is, is, has a sponsor today? Really? Are you ready for this? Have y'all ever heard of Buster Poindexter and his Banshees of Blue? No. They've no. got that great song called Hot, 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 which is at the end yeah. of Bend It Like Beckham. But that's a Buster Poindexter and his Banshees of Blue song. But also our sponsor today for In the News. It's the news time. So our first hot starts with... Something that we need to talk about. It feels like there's this collection of like a, it's almost like a sigh, maybe, at least in the friend groups that, that I have that spent a lot of time on this show called Game of Thrones, a very, very long time. Yeah. And I, I know personally, and I might have mentioned it on this podcast before, there were moments in that show that I was like, this is my favorite show of all time. There were moments yeah. that I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. The The production quality was I remember the Battle of the Bastards, that episode. I was like, mm -hmm. this might be the best 58 minutes I've seen of my life. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, things happen. And it's a, it's a big mess at the end. George R.R. R. Martin is now just a, a, essentially a punchline. He's not finishing this series. We kind of go our own way. Anyways, House of Dragon. Speaking of hot, uh, the billowing fiery breaths of mm. the dragons or dragons, the pets of for the... Sure. Targaryens, but we have House of the Dragon. We all watched it. And what happened this morning, Chunkies, before we recorded is not really a surprise to me because I knew we would need to talk about this. And I also knew maybe these boys didn't watch the trailer yet. <laughs> it's um, true. It's true. <laughs> and so I'm like, hey, did you watch the trailer? No. Can you please watch it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Doe, did you watch the trailer? <laughs> I haven't. Can you go ahead and watch that right now? <sighs> That's just that's exact kind of words, exact words where I've been actively avoiding it. Yeah, right. That's true. That's true. Um, and I think it's just because just a bad taste in your mouth. And, and mm -hmm. with this, from what I understand, House of the Dragon, much like what we're going to get with our Lord of the Rings series for Amazon Prime, is just kind of going 
hundreds of years before the big story happens. Yeah. And having kind of a, a, a story adjacent to the story we all know. But the trouble here with House of Dragons for me is that the worst parts of Game of Thrones were the things that people didn't actually know. Like, we're not taking this straight out of the book. Um, <laughs> now, our directors are different. And what's yeah. so funny about watching a trailer now is I think there was a time a decade ago that if I saw the production quality, like if there's a trailer that's produced really well and it's a TV show, that's almost already enough for me to give it a shot. Yeah. But I think yeah. because of the quality of everything now, I, it's not quite moving the needle for me. I'm going to watch yeah. this show. I really am. I think I'm going to give it a shot. Um, but it is not with the same amount of excitement that I would get when those opening credits roll and we get that gearbox of Westeros. You know, I think right. it's just not, yeah. I yeah. don't think they're, and that's what's tough. I don't think they're going to be able to fully take me back to the best parts of Game of Thrones. But no, how did y'all feel you know about what? the trailer? I, I think I'm, I think I'm going to let you dip your toe in that water and and let me know whether to get in the pool or stay out of it mm -hmm. because this like it trailer just looked kind of pretty generic fantasy action. The Iron Throne looks cool. I mean, there's a lot more swords this time, which hopefully directly translates to a, a lot more finished story for them to work with. They're adapting <laughs> yeah. fire and blood, the the Targaryen history uh, stuff that that Martin keeps focusing on instead of finishing his book series that he started. 20 years ago. So that's at least something. Apparently the, the Targaryen history is finished. I, I have never, ever, speaking of hot, 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 I have never been more rapidly cooled, cooled, cooled on something <laughs> than I was <laughs> than I was on Game of Thrones. I was yeah. deep in it, deep in it, and then uh, it felt like I was actively punished for wanting something other than, yes. you know. Well, you know what the thing I, we too- We have a whole episode. We talked about that. Yeah, we so, did. Yeah. The absolute nope. slap in the face, it felt like for me too, was the Starbucks cup. Y'all remember that, right? Yeah. It was like, oh, they, yeah. so they just don't forget. care. They just don't They care actually anymore. don't yeah. care yeah. anymore. Yeah. No, there was, so one of my, uh, I'll, we'll call it many character flaws as a human being is- uh, my, <laughs> Oh, you're so great. My yeah. <laughs> Stanley, you'll live forever. My ability to- uh, cut ties with any and everything and anyone at any given point if I feel the need to do so. And with Game of Thrones, it was like the finale finished. I took a couple weeks to like process how much I did not like the ending of that show. And yeah. I ejected all relevant knowledge of that show. There was a time when I could have told you characters' names, their house, their alliances, the names of their swords, probably the name of their horse if their horse was given a name at some point. Like I had like encyclopedic knowledge, I have forgotten almost every detail of like beyond like important story beats of the show. Yeah. It's all gone from my brain. I just eject, I hit the eject button and it is all gone, which it's like, it's like a, a trauma response. Like if I look at it and I'm like, why did I do that? It's like, oh yeah. Cause I, I f did not feel the need to keep any of that information anymore. And so yeah, um, I'll say this, I'm probably going to give this a try. Because if this show is approached and feels like it's approached from a perspective of we beefed it and we know we beefed it <laughs> and we're coming at this to try and fix slash make up for what happened. Like this is our chance to do a different thing set in this cool universe and hopefully make it right, then great. But if this game comes in popping champagne and taking a victory lap from one of the greatest failed TV shows I've ever seen in my life that I'm going to turn it off pretty instantly. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be all about be... perceived, perceived intention for me. 
Yeah. Like, you know, the the meme where the guy is popping the champagne and biting his gold medal and holding his hands up and then it zooms out and he's in third place. Yeah. yeah. He's biting the bronze medal. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is, if, yeah. if, if House of the Dragon feels like the guy biting his bronze medal and freaking out over being the, the worst person on the podium, mm-hmm. then uh, I'm going to probably turn it off pretty quick. Yeah. I so, think if by all accounts, this is, this is, feels like it has a great shot of being that kind of Westeros apology tour from HBO because so. they reportedly wanted lots more seasons and David Benioff and D.B. Weiss are the ones that were like, no, we got it. We can land the plane right now because they wanted to go make their Star Wars. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I think HBO, it's funny. It feels like there's a lot of cards that can be played with the streaming platforms against each other. Mm-hmm. We already mentioned the Lord of the Rings show that Amazon Prime is going to do and that'll be Amazon Prime's first big like fantasy or sci-fi epic. Uh, and it feels like HBO's kind of playing catch up now because we've got the foundation over at Apple Plus and it's gaining a little bit of momentum from what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, and then Netflix, of course, has, you know, The Witcher and things like that. And so mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, shoot, let's, we got to get our thing back in here. But hopefully yeah. there's some thoughtfulness <laughs> there. We'll see. I have no idea. Uh, we go from one hot to another, uh, basically based off of the momentum of a good, good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one actually ended well. Did y'all hear that it has been green lit by Disney Plus? that Catherine Hahn is going to be getting her own spinoff. Amazing. No, I did not hear this. No, I didn't hear that. So we are going to have a Harkness, uh, Agatha Harkness show. Uh, wow. Cool. Which I think great. is great. And it is so fun. Uh, I think there are tools now to where we can really reap the benefits pretty quickly of a show that's aware of itself, mm-hmm. of like its own success. Because mm-hmm. um, it feels like it's so easy to do that now. It's like, hey... Because I don't think the intent from the beginning, I think they probably knew from what I've been reading about the produ- production of WandaVision that Catherine Hahn was something special. Right. I mean, like they, this role was going to be great. But I don't know if they knew that they were going to have this opportunity here. And that's fun. Yeah. Because especially with yeah. Marvel, I'm interested how this is going to work with the MCU because the MCU tends to feel very methodical mm. uh, and play these things out. But again... The great thing about comic books is there's so much out there sure. that they can probably still make it feel like this was the plan all along. But There's something fun about, sort of in complete uh, antithesis to this Game of Thrones spinoff show. There's something fun about, like you're saying, Carter, a show that understands that its whole MO is kind of like, hey, give the people what they want, man. Like, mm-hmm. they like Agatha, let's give them Agatha. Sure, here we go. And And where the show, it feels like, can sort of operate with that mindset of like, what's this show about? Agatha. She's here. All along. She's around. Yeah, the show has to be called Agatha all along, I think. I would imagine. I would imagine. Yeah, maybe it'll show some history, Mm. like several generations back and forth. I don't know. They'll have fun with it. I'm down. Is that a yes for everybody? I heard it's called House House of the Agatha. House of the Agatha. 200 years before. (laughs) That'll be fun. I'm kind of also in, if they're doing a side-by-side spoof of... (laughs) <laughs> Game of Thrones <laughs> It's Catherine, Catherine Hahn. Like, do, do what you want Do what you want uh, We get to our final hot here mm. hot, And hot, hot. it's It is the The growing momentum Of the box office returning uh, And we could call this a little bit of our box office ball Section or what have you well, but We caused it I guess I guess we caused it There's, these, there's two it's movies us, yeah. Two movies right now that as of today Which is October 11th they haven't really hit our theaters. 
Uh, actually, one of them has. Um, but we don't have Dune yet, but we do have No Time to Die. Actually, of uh, today, the, the day that we're recording. Um, hmm. But No Time to Die already has about $120 million that it made yeah. overseas before it touched the U.S., which is a huge deal. And Dune wow. has over $100 million. Uh, and this is still two weeks before it comes over to the U.S. And so we'll see. We'll see. Um, it's something to be, I think, excited about. But I think, uh, you know, we talked about how Shang-Chi seemed to be the, the, what broke the levy, uh, mm-hmm. even without yeah. a, uh, a Chinese release, still doing really, really well. But guys, I think the kind of thing that gets me the most encouraged for the box office is that a movie like Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, has made almost $150 million. Yeah. And at the time of our recording, it's only been out for a couple of weeks. And so that lets me know that people are just down. I think it's, I think it's more about just getting back to that environment of the theater than necessarily what you're watching. And again, Venom gets to have a little bit of the coattails of Spider-Man, thus the MCU, right. and there was a big Right, I was uh, going to say, I, th- I think it's residual Marvel heat. It yeah. is, but it's still not, I think, what a lot of people anticipated that movie to do. And I, right. and I, and I, I couldn't be more excited for... Uh, a subversion of expectations, at least in the in the sense of when it's a positive for my own box office ball yeah. purse, but just uh, movies in general and going to the movies. Have you guys been back to Alamo since it reopened outside of the time that we went together? I guess no, Jordan and I went together you, for Shang-Chi. I have not. I have a I have an Alamo gift card sitting in uh, my account and they're doing a bunch of like Halloween screenings. So I'm trying to find a free weekend to go to go see. Like That'll I think this so weekend fun. is Shaun of the Dead. That would have been really Shaun fun. Shaun of the Dead is we're, we're busy. Great. That would have been a fun it, one. But yeah. That would have been a lot of fun. Um in terms of fun though, I think it might end uh on this episode of this podcast because we we are gonna play extra credit. Yeah. Guys. Okay. It's been it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! can we pick the Swedish guy from Midsummer? I love all his movies. No, 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 no. it's not going to be that. We have a special Halloween edition here. I'm taking the names of some of the biggest spookies out there. Uh, I have my own little spin on it, as I often do. And uh, then so we'll we work pick, based like, off what of movies that. Is, what movies is Frankenstein in? Mm-hmm, basically, no. Cool. Um, so a movie coming out this season, Halloween Kills. Frankenstein. From, from what I hear, Jamie Lee Curtis is actually going to kill Jason. Like Jason's going to be... That's sorry, crazy, Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Not even in those uh, I, got, movies, I beat so that's it. Insane, I beat you dude. to it. I beat you to it. I'm so sorry. Oh. <laughs> Mike Myers is actually going to be dead. Shrek? She's going to kill Shrek? You've fallen into my own Don't trap get... here. Oh, no. So why not start? You don't have choices today. <laughs> We're going to start with Mike Myers, the actual real Mike Myers that the okay. villain Mike Myers is based off of. Sure. <laughs> Can we cut out the part where I snort laughed about 48 seconds ago? Is that okay? Can we no. We're going to keep it in. We're going to keep it in. crank it up. <laughs> we're going to verb it out. We're going to live inside that snort laugh. Absolutely not. So I think we've done Mike Myers before, guys. Have we really? Oh, I'm sure we have. Yeah. yeah. Probably when we reviewed Shrek. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I feel like I have a, like a, a very strong... Uh, inside-out style core memory of something involving the love guru, whether it was a throwaway joke vote or guess, or or maybe no. it's actually in his top four. I think the love guru is in his top four. That's crazy, Would you like man? to find Are out right sure? now? Are, no, I Before don't want we, to start on love guru. 
I'm going to give, because it might have been a while. I think it's only been two weeks since we played this. But extra credit is the smash hit game brought to you by Two Chunks and a Hunk. And Hasbro. That is uh, a lot of fun, but mostly torture. <clears throat> it uses the IMDb algorithm, um, which is about as easy to ride as a, as a desert worm. Um, that was bad. Mm, that's okay. Uh, it's just really bad. Gonna they're gonna have it. they're gonna have three actors that they get to choose the top four credits or guess their top four credits according to IMDb's algorithm in terms of many things, popularity, awards won, how involved they were in that movie, uh, and then they have an opportunity to get fifteen points because when you get four, all four right, you get an extra credit, but all they need is nine to win. And so we're starting with Mike Myers, and they think they have an idea of where to start. Back to you guys. I don't think Love Guru is a good solid start. To no, anything. we have to know. I think we have to start with it because we have to know. Okay. The Love Guru, lock it in. Yeah, sure. Lock it in. Bing, 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 I bing. I hate that. I hate that so much. The Love Guru is number four. This <laughs> is so stupid. <laughs> That's so dumb. Um, <laughs> oh. Uh, I mean, Shrek, Austin Powers right? for sure. Yeah, which Austin Powers though? What's the first one? Is the first one the Spy Who Shagged Me? I think so. Yeah, I think it's that or Goldmember. I think it's the Spy Who Shagged Me. Yeah, let's go. Austin Powers, the Spy Who Shagged Me. Lock it in. Lock it in. And bing, 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 bing. That's number two, and it's number two in the Austin series. Uh, Austin Powers series. Oh, that is. Oh. Mm -hmm. I guess I don't remember the name of the first one. Wait, is the first one Goldmember? Dude, it's the first one. Are there th are there three Austin Powers? Man, if there's three, that's, then my brain doesn't that's work. That's right the anymore. other hypothetical. Honestly, Goldmember might right be now. up there too. You think he's got two Austin Powers, a Shrek, and a Love Guru? I think he has got two Austin Powers, a this Shrek, and a Love Guru. Wonderful, beautiful artist contributing could be up to our there. society. No, I would be surprised. You want to try Goldmember? <laughs> um, yeah. Austin Powers, Goldmember, yeah. lock it in, perhaps. Goldmember, lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. Number one. Number one. Yeah. Is that the first one? That's the third one. What is the first one called? The, oh, it's probably in there. He can't tell us what it's called. Um, do you want to go for no, Shrek? No, I would. If, if, you wanted to, if you wanted to guess that, you don't have to know. I'm not going to have you have to know whatever's past the colon. Right. I think I'd almost rather guess Shrek, but... I would too. Yeah. You want to go for Shrek? Lock it in? I have this weird hesitancy. With Shrek? That it would be like Sh Shrek 2. Really? That Shrek 1 wouldn't be in there. But yeah, let's, let's try Shrek. I'll follow your lead here, but I, I feel like Shrek 1 over Shrek 2. In, I, I, yeah. I would rather watch Shrek 2, I think, but... Yeah, I think I would too. Uh, Shrek. Shrek, lock it in. Shrek, Shrek 1, lock it in. Bong, bong. But a good start. Three of four. That's the pace you need to I'm, win this game. I'm actually kind of glad we didn't get Mike Myers perfect. Number one, <laughs> Austin Powers, gold member, 2002. Number two, Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, 1999. Number three, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Okay. Oh. Uh, 1997. And number four, the 2008 classic, playing Guru Pitka, the love guru. How off? I mean, that is just... Yikes, Mike Myers. <laughs> not... Yike Myers. Not very good. So back to Jason, by the way. That's the one. He's the one from Friday the 13th, the one with the hockey mask. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. let's do a little him. bit of, uh, I'm going to let you pick your Jason. How about that? Pick your famous Jason. Put them in the IMDb. Put them in the, put them in the algorithm here. There's Jason Sudeikis. There's Jason Bateman. There's Siegel. There's Statham. Siegel, Statham. Momoa. Isaacs. I feel like Siegel, Sudeikis, or Bateman are our sweet spot. 
That's my trinity. That's my three holy Jasons. Talked about this before. Never sad to see any one of those gentlemen in anything I'm watching. I say we go for Jason Siegel and see what happens. Give it a shot. Okay. Why okay. not, right? It's Halloween. Let's get spooky. Why not? Why not? How do you spell his last name? I know now, but it took me a bit. Isn't it just S-E-G-E-L? It is. I think it's S-E-A-G-U-L-L. Bing, bing, Siegel. bing. You get five points for that. Woo! No. So we've got four movies here for Jason Siegel. Okay. You already have three points. Okay. You just need well, three to stay on that page. You have three movies and a TV show because How I Met Your Mother yeah, How I Met Your is Mother definitely has his to be top in there. four. So let's lock that in. Him, 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 lock it in. Bong bong. It's really a bong bong. No, it, it can't. It literally can't be. It's the biggest <laughs> thing he's ever done in his entire life. That is insane to me. It's bong bong. How I Met Your Mother is not in Jason Siegel's top four on IMDb. <laughs> That is insane to me. Are you serious? It's absolutely insane. No, it is not in the top four on his IMDb. I thought for a bit that Jordan was frozen (laughs) on his Zoom screen because he was just like... I honestly think this is the closest I have ever come to cussing while our microphones are live on this podcast. I don't think anybody listening to the podcast is going to be like, yeah, I get it. Like that, I don't get it. I'm sorry. This was, but hey, you chose this. This is your fault. I went, I went to dunk it's not your fault. thinking I was going to break the backboard. And when I landed, I realized that the basket was about 12 feet behind me. I just jumped <laughs> dunked, in the air holding the other a basketball. Yeah, I just jumped in the air holding a basketball for no reason. Oh, Dude, man. I don't know then. I mean, I, know, I got guesses, but are you kidding me, though? Like, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, that's, that's particularly devastating. For, no, no forgetting Sarah Marshall. Made. Lock it in. Yeah. Yeah, lock it in. Bing, 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 number one. See there? Uh, Feels good. The five-year engagement probably with Emily Blunt. Or no, uh, not Emily Blunt. Uh, Rose Byrne. Hey, as long as it's Jason Segel, it doesn't matter. Is it Emily Blunt? I don't remember. I bet five-year engagement's up there is my point. Yeah, five-year engagement. Lock it in. in. Bong, bong. You got one more guess. Muppets. I actually think Muppets has a, the Muppet movie has a great chance to be. Yeah, in you shoot Muppets, lock it in. I'm done. Yeah, lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. Number two. Yep. So you have you have five points. You could still win this game. So number one, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Number two, the Muppets. Number three, the end of the tour. No. Don't know much about that one. F- I fu- I hear it and I fully one hundred percent reject it. <laughs> and number four, <clears throat> excuse me, number four, sex tape. I hear it and I fully 100% reject it. Is it like a, a Game of Thrones style trauma response? Absolutely Jordan? not. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. So stupid, IMDb. How I, I met was... your mother is not. <laughs> it's <laughs> so dumb. So we have also a nightmare on Elm Street. Freddie Prince Jr., gr- let's go. With the great, <laughs> the great <laughs> Freddy Krueger. Let's do it. Freddy I'll let Krueger. you pick. I'll let you pick any Fred. How many live action Scooby Doo's did he do? I'll even let two. you do like Alfred Molina if you wanted to. No, nope. Freddy, Freddy Prince Jr. Freds. Pick any Fred. Freddy Prince Jr. I just said <laughs> Fred Armisen. But it was it, sorry, dude. There's like no Freds. <laughs> Freddy Prince. I don't know what we're talking about here. Freddy Prince. Freddy Jr. Prince Jr. Fred Armisen. Alfred Molina, Fred Willard. Fred Willard? We could do Fred Willard. Eddie Fredmain. 
Yeah. <laughs> Freddie Fredmain, my favorite actor. I love that he was <laughs> like, you could still win this, and then dropped Fred on us. Uh, I think we should pick Freddie Fredmain from Fredtastic Beasts. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> I think we should pick Freddie Prince Jr. and be true to ourselves and who we are as people. Okay, fine. Slam dunk Freddie Prince Jr. Let's see if we can give <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr.'s top four perfect. I can name one thing. <laughs> Honestly, I bet Star Wars Rebels is up there. Oh, yeah. You know what? I bet you're right. I bet we could get three of his top four, actually. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember the subtitle of the Scooby-Doo live-action movie with Scrappy on the Ghost Island theme park thing. Uh, you're talking about Scooby-Doo Two Monsters Unleashed? No, it was the first. It was the first live-action one where they were on the the island with the theme park. I think it was just called Scooby-Doo. Was it? I don't think it had a subtitle. Did it not? There were two. There were two live-action Scooby-Doo's with Matthew Lillard as Shaggy and Freddie Prince Jr. as right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and what's her face? Buffy was Daphne. Yeah, was Daphne? And they're yeah. married now, right? Freddie Prince Jr. And- I think so. Yeah. And uh, so that's Linda Cardellini, Cardellini so that's, Hawkeye's wife. That's the end Velma. of what I yeah. know about uh, Freddie Prince Jr. That's sort of a walk through Freddie Prince Jr. Um, <laughs> via it's Jordan's Freddie Prince walking tour. Via my knowledge, um, yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. So let's go with the, the live action Scooby Doo Lock it in the first one. We're doing well, okay. Hang on, we're doing Freddie Prince Jr. for real. Yes, yeah, of course. Okay, Scooby Doo Lock it in. Scooby Doo Lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. Number two. Number two. Yeah. Scooby-Doo, two monsters unleashed. Lock it in. Scooby-Doo, two monsters unleashed. Lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. Number four. Star Wars Rebels. Lock you it have in. seven Star points. Star Wars Rebels. Star Wars Rebels. Lock it in. Bong, bong. Okay. I don't know. I'm struggling to think of anything else he's done. I know he's really famous for like a big thing that I can't remember. <clears throat> Wasn't he yeah, on a TV same. show? Like a Dawson's Creek styled like teen so. show? I think so. Because he was a heartthrob before he played Fred. And then became an even more. Wait, wasn't he the voice of Fred in an animated, in like animated Scooby Doo stuff for a while? Probably. You want to just guess the animated Scooby Doo TV show? Because I don't know the name of. Because there's about a dozen different animated Scooby Doo TV shows. <laughs> do you want to just guess miscellaneous other Scoob? Yeah, I mean, I'm. Can we do that? Are we allowed to just I, be that general? Well, I just Can, don't remember animated Scooby Doo show. I don't remember the subtitle of this because there's like what's new Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo Mystery Inc. Like I don't remember the subtitle of. I bet it's Scooby Doo Mystery Inc. Dude, you can't. There's so many. You can't just shoot from the hip at the subtitle of the Scooby Doo. We show. have to, though. I don't think we could just be that. Like, he said, Scooby-Doo. we could just say I first we... Austin Powers movie for Mike Myers. Carter, The Arbiter, Carpenter. Yes. We need to know. Do we have to guess the subtitle of the Scooby Doo show that we think he might be in? Nope. Okay, well, that means that it's not in his top four. So let's just. <laughs> there's no consequences. Hey, the no. first Austin Powers was in Mike Myers' top four, and he said we didn't have to guess the subtitle. Okay. Animated Scooby-Doo show. Lock, Lock it, it in. in. Bong bong. Yeah, for you sure. seven points, though. Good you, for us, You man. got as much Freddie Prince Jr. right as you did one of your holy trinity. Which is, <laughs> which Jason really Siegel. sums up the entire problem with IMDb's, uh, what's it called? Algorithm. Thank Number you. one, Algorithm. She's All That. Yeah. 1999 classic. Number two, Scooby-Doo. Number three, uh, three of his top four are, are with Sarah Michelle Gellar who y'all talked about earlier that was playing Daphne. Yeah. I Know What You Did Last Summer, mm-hmm. 1997. Mm-hmm. And then number four was Scooby-Doo, Monsters Unleashed. A good game. Another good game. And being October and being the scary season, Chunkies, I'll let you know now, it's not the last time we'll see extra credit this month. Good. Good. Man, Sonny Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar have been married for 19 years. Can I just say good for them? 
Way to Almost go. 20. That's Almost a long time in a Hollywood. That's a like those that's two, a long yep. Hollywood marriage. Those two have been married f- for longer than most college freshmen have lived. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's so true, dude. Or have or have been married. Or yeah, or have been married. Or have been married. To yeah. end this episode, I'm I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of a a release, I guess. I'm 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 gonna ask for your name, and then I want you to tell me um, in in any uh, horror movie style. Like how? What should my penalty be for making you play this game? Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm Carter, and I'm gonna do a little bit of throwback to Cabin in the Woods. I'm gonna say, uh, "Put me on that elevator. I feel bad sometimes, and have me open up, and and whatever random amount of horrors come through, mm-hmm. flooding mm-hmm. through the elevator door. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you all that. It's cruel. It's good podcasting, but it's cruel. It's cruel. It's be- it's cruel friending. Cruel friending. Uh, that totally sounds like the name of like a. Like a crime soap opera. Mm. Cruel. It's cruel friending. (laughs) I'm Doge. And I think the machines are going to bust down your door, put you in one of those little placenta pods, jack your brain into the matrix, and now you are the IMDb algorithm. (laughs) It's the IMDb Carter rhythm. (laughs) Mm I got to say, that makes me cringe. Have you seen The Matrix? Who hasn't seen The yeah. Matrix? Jordan hasn't yeah, seen, seen The it. Matrix. That's wild. When they put that thing in the back of his head, Spoilers, I was always like, oh. So The Matrix, it's about, it. these, it's about machines. <laughs> like they're, it's like bad, ro- evil robots that uh, take, over, mm-hmm. take over people. Yeah. Just didn't want you to be lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm Jordan, and my horror thing that I would do to Carter, you know, is like feed him to a T-Rex. Yeah. Make a big T-Rex eat him. Dude, so scary. I make a big T-Rex eat him. Right off the port potty, dude. Two bites. Just trying to poop. Two bites, though. Oh, I deserve it. Yeah. First one, he just nicks you. (laughs) He misses a little bit. Oops! Gets a el- just gets a elbow. big hand and little arm. Just gets an elbow, <laughs> then he finishes. <laughs> Horror. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.